Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, we are going to be chatting today about a super super dry topic that I know most people try and avoid talking about because it's so boring, but I think it's boring only because that's the way you've heard it, and that is accounting and bookkeeping. What's the difference? Uh, why do we need to know? Who cares anyway? And what are we going to do with that information? So this this show, though, um, I have to say, as much as I joke about it being boring, I think it's probably one of, not probably, it is the most important thing that you're going to ever have to learn in finance, especially if you are in business. And I know a lot of people out there are in small businesses or solopreneurs or in a partnership maybe. And this is one of those, this is the topic. And I will tell you, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I am confident that this is the topic that could make or break your business. So you can have businesses that have super fantastic sales and they still go bankrupt and they still have issues and there's still challenges. And I know right now uh, anybody out there that is uh, thinking, oh, as soon as I said that, what business popped in your mind? And I know that people might have thought of Toys R Us because that's been in the news lately. And I know that people have thought of Sears because that's in the news lately. And there's a lot of companies out there that you think, wow, they're big. Some of them publicly trading companies like that, and they're still challenged. And you hear a lot of stories about accountants going kind of rogue and and bad accounting practices and and there's issues with the financials. Well, it all stems from their accounting and it all stems from their bookkeeping because the two of them go together. They are very different, and we're going to talk about that tonight. And we're going to talk about what the difference is between them. We're going to talk about whether or not you need a bookkeeper and whether or not you need an accountant. We're going to talk about some signs of bad ones and when you want to get rid of them because that happens too. And as we know in any industry, finance is no special, is not special in any way at all. There are some good, there are some bad, and it's definitely going to be a huge, huge effect on your business, on your family and on yourself and it will cause you a lot of stress if you have the wrong bookkeeper and if you have the wrong accountant and if you have the right one it will cause you a lot of excitement and a lot of happiness so I wish for everybody to have a great bookkeeper and a great accountant and as boring as that might sound that would be a super super gift if you had those because they make your life a lot lot easier and for those of you who are in business you definitely need to have one or both of them and I'll tell you the difference here as we talk tonight. So Financially Speaking is a show that's all about straight talk financial, really. It's all about how to understand your finances, different topics of finances. Uh, tonight, we're just going to do, we're going to tackle the bookkeeping and the accounting. We've tackled some other fun topics uh, about estate and um, uh, some tips and tricks for saving money. And uh, we've had some stress-related money topics like, how your weight is affected by your money and it's just 
money, I know the saying, the money is the root of all evil. I really don't believe that. Money is the root of doing some really great stuff for you and your family and your community. And I totally believe that. The more you have, the more you can do with it. And everyone's level of how much is enough for them is different. We don't all have to be, um, you know, the Warren Buffets of the world and, and have billions and billions of dollars. We don't have to be Bill Gates and have billions and billions of dollars and planes and houses. Um, but everyone's level of comfort and what their goal is, is, is definitely achievable and relevant. So that's what we're trying to help everybody with on this show. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kathy Cook-Noble. And if you're just joining us now, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And we're excited to welcome anybody into our chat room if you want to come join us live on the network. You're also welcome to call in and ask us any questions and share any stories or have if you have any concerns about any of the topics we're talking about, please call in and we will help you with those the best we can. Uh, I've been in finance, I, I like to say most of my life, but the reality is it's probably all of my life because I've always enjoyed it. I've always liked reading it. <laughs> and I think for me, it's always been a lot of fun because math just makes sense. There's a formula. They should They should work. Things should balance. And that's what I like about it. Um, and as a financial advisor, I love putting the plans together for people and saying, hey, where do you want to be? Let's back engineer it to figure it out from where you are and let's get you to where you want to be. So that part I really, really enjoy. The bookkeeping part I really enjoy because I can tell you from personal experience and make no mistake, even people like me in the industry that are licensed, that have been in finance and love it and Make no mistake, we have had our share of problems and our mistakes too. And I can tell you from personal experience, when you have a bookkeeper who is unscrupulous and who is not good at their job and they're not effective in their job, but they're very good at, at lying and making up stories and being troublemakers, they will cause the downfall of a business. And it does not matter what kind of business it is. It doesn't matter who the players are in the business. When you have somebody that a poison to the industry or the organization, they make a huge impact on that business. And it's sad, sad, sad when you see something like that happen because uh, businesses are the backbone of our countries, both Canada and the U.S. And frankly, they're the backbone of the economy in general because that's what keeps things going. We employ people and we generate tax dollars and we put money into the economy and we provide services and goods. And when you see somebody in a, a position like that that can take down a whole company, it is really, really tragic. So that's why we are doing the show tonight about bookkeeping versus accounting because it's a topic I don't think people talk much about. And I get asked a lot when I talk to people about bookkeeping and my bookkeeper does this and they're not doing this and what should I do? And here's the bottom line. You have to have somebody that you're comfortable with and you have to have somebody that you trust it's like anything else, right? It's like having your financial advisor. You have to like your advisor. You have to trust your advisor. You have to feel comfortable with them. And if they make you feel uncomfortable, then you should really start looking for somebody else because this is your money. This is your business. This is your life. This is your family. And you have to protect that and, and hold it sacred because it is very, very, very important. So I'm going to jump in and start talking a little bit about accounting. And don't don't worry. I promise I'm not going to start defining what debits and credits are and what accounts to post things to. It's not that kind of show, <laughs> not that kind of party. But, you know, if we want to talk that way and you got a question, call them because I don't have a problem having that kind of party too. That'd be kind of fun. But I want to talk to you more general about the 
bookkeeping and accounting people's status. So who they are and what you want to look for. And if you don't have a business, but you have uh, a household and you have money coming in and you have money going out, you're doing bookkeeping. You may not have somebody hired to do it, but you're doing it yourself. So you're tracking your expenses, whether you're doing it detailed, whether you're doing it kind of loose, whether you're doing it consciously or not, you're doing a form of bookkeeping. You are tracking your stuff and you're seeing where it's going. Now, maybe you track it in your head. Maybe you write it on a piece of paper with a pen. Maybe you do it in a computer. Maybe you have a software program. Maybe you're like me. And you have to remember, though, I'm a bookkeeper. I have a bookkeeping company. So if you're like me, then you're in a different category anyway. But <laughs> if you're um, if you're like me, I do bookkeeping for people, and we use soft, different software packages. So I just translate that into the household. And I use the same software package, and I track the household just like I would a company. And I can see the profit and loss, and I can see if we're spending too much on groceries and and uh, if we're, you know, if there's any leaks in the cash or anything like that. And that's what you're looking for. So um, I like to do that because I think it's fun. But I also think it's easy because I'm already doing that with um, other companies. So why not just keep doing it for myself, right? And you could certainly do that too. There's software packages out there that are, are very easy to use. And they all come with support and videos for training. And it's not necessary by any stretch, but for most households. But you definitely, definitely have to be tracking your cash. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Just if you do nothing else, grab a book, one of those coiled books, and draw a line down the page and have cash in and cash out and track where your cash is going. So that would be an easy way to do it for your household to get started. But for your business, we need a little bit more structure because we don't want to get in trouble with the tax people for not filing or the employment labor people for not doing the employment stuff. So this is one of the reasons we really do need to talk about bookkeeping, especially in a business. So what is the difference anyway between a bookkeeper and an accountant? Most people out there, I bet if we could do a survey, I bet most people would think they're pretty much the same thing, right? They both deal with numbers. They're probably both boring and mostly don't have senses of humor. <laughs> That's the tradition, right? The the bean counters. So uh, let's but the actual definition of them is a little bit different. They're both not um, the exact same person. So the bookkeeper, like me, someone like me, we do daily financial transactions. So we'll record purchases, we'll record receipts, we'll record the sales and the payments, and it's usually something done through a general ledger or a journal. So that's what we do. We do the the data entry type things, and we do it for all of the invoices and receive receivables for a company. So that's designed to generate the data about the activity of the organization. So when I go in or any of my team goes in and we're posting all the information for the company, and that's what it's called, posting, you're putting it into the software, um, you're generating the data for the company. And that data is going to be used to make decisions on hiring, on buy, buying equipment, on moving to a bigger plan, on putting on an addition, you know, buying a corporate helicopter, I don't know, any of those kinds of things. But that's what you're going to use information for, right? Accountants, on the other hand, they're more big picture people. So their job is to look at what this information is and analyze it and help interpret and make decisions based on it. So that's really a really a key difference because when you're talking to people and if I say to you I'm doing I'm just doing the bookkeeping of it, 
that means I'm going to input all your information and I'm going to take care of that whole debit and credit conversation that we're not going to have tonight, but we're going to take care of putting things in as debits and credits and we're going to make sure that things balance and then we're going to hand it off to an accountant and the accountant's going to be the person that says, okay, let's review this. Is this number too high? Does that mean that you're spending too much money on labor? Are you spending too much money on company parties? Are you spending too much money on uh, any kind of expenses? Are your expenses too high? Are your receivables that that's receivables is something where you are owed money. So if somebody owes you money, that's great if you're going to collect it. But if you're not collecting it, then that receivable number just grows and grows and grows. And that's some of the things that an accountant will look at and say, hey, why is it taking, you know, three months for your clients or customers to pay you? So it's really, really important that we know the difference because we want to know when we're looking in the in, out in the world what we're looking for. So the bookkeeper um, is an indispensable subset of accounting. So that means that, it, it, of course, now you have to know I'm a little bit biased because I think bookkeepers are pretty awesome. And they are the ones that lay the groundwork and do a lot of the work so that the accountant can come in and, and be the specialist, right? So the bookkeeper, though, is a super, super important job because they refer to the process of accumulating and storing and organizing and accessing and getting all that financial information ready for your own. It's, and it's the, the bookkeeper is the person that does the day-to-day -day operations. So that would be the person that comes in either every morning or once a week or twice a week, depending on the size of your business. Or maybe you're a, a business that's just a single, um, single owner and maybe no staff that are employed or maybe one or two staff, you might just drop your books off or your information off to your bookkeeper and the bookkeeper posts everything at their place of business. And that's okay too. You don't have to have somebody on staff. As a matter of fact, I would challenge a lot of you out there that have bookkeepers to make take a look and see if you need a full-time bookkeeper. Because I know businesses that have full-time bookkeepers that really don't need them. And what ends up happening is you're paying for a bookkeeper and they're spreading the work out for the day because you don't have really enough for them to do. And that's where we really want to look and see how much work do you have as a business and how much time do you need someone to look at for your bookkeeping. So these are these might sound like topics that are like, oh, yeah, of course, that makes sense. But you see it so much in the industry, so much in business. And there's no specific business industry, I would say, that that is needing more help than another they're all everyone's equally needing the same amount of help so that's good we're all in the same boat together and we are going to come back after a break and we're going to talk more about the differences between bookkeepers and accountants and we're going to get into how to spot good ones and how to spot bad ones and the big 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 effects that they have on your business and ultimately on your life because if these guys mess up your business you know it's going to affect you personally and we don't want that to happen so stay tuned and we're going to go to a break. You are listening to Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation about bookkeeping and accounting and how it relates to us and how important it, it really, really is. So we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. 
Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. I am Kathy Cook Noble and we are on the Inspired Choices Network today and we are talking about bookkeeping and accounting and all that fun stuff that we talk about here on Financially Speaking. So before we went to the break, we were talking about the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant. And to everyone who's just joining us, I know you're thinking, oh, they both just do math. And that's kind of true. They do some math. But the bookkeeping and the accounting are actually different jobs. And the reason they're so important is because without a doubt, bookkeeping will make or break a company. And you could have the best sales force in the entire industry. You could have the best frontline staff. But if you have the wrong person in the accounting office and the accounting desk, then, and it doesn't matter how big or small your shop is, if you have the wrong person sitting in that desk as the bookkeeper, they could literally ruin your business. And by, when I say that, I'm not trying to any scare tactics. This isn't any shock and awe kind of show that way. Um, it's just a reality. I've seen it so many times and it's just every time I see it, it, it makes me really angry because it's completely unnecessary. The problem is um, anyone can be a bookkeeper. Anyone can call themselves a bookkeeper. So you can slap a sign on your car tomorrow and say I'm a bookkeeper and go out and talk to businesses and you know small businesses or startup businesses or existing businesses and you can say, yep, I'm a bookkeeper, and if you could sell yourself really well, and we've all had those kind of people where they're just really good at selling themselves, but they're really not good at what they do, um, then what happens? You get this person in there, I'm a bookkeeper, they don't know uh, debit from a credit, and you're giving them access to your finances. And can you imagine turning over your finances to someone who hasn't got a clue? But you know what? And it's not your fault if you do, because so many people do. And there's a lot of really good people out there that can present themselves as something they're not. Or it's possible that they actually do know a little bit. And these are the guys that I, that make me scared. They're, they know just a little bit that they're dangerous. 
and they can present themselves to think, oh, yeah, they're really good. They know their stuff. And the fact is, they're just out for themselves and they look after themselves and your bills might not get paid on time and your accounts aren't being collected on time. And next thing you know, your your payroll, you don't have the cash flow to keep your payroll or you've got the taxes haven't been filed, which is a big trick for a lot of people, by the way. And that's one of the things when we talk about what to look for. But your, when your bookkeeper stops paying your property taxes and you don't know about it because they're trying to help with the cash flow, that's not a good sign because the government, as we know, in any industry, in any part of our life, they have ways to get paid and they get paid. So those are not the kind of friends that you need to be hiring on in your business. And the government is definitely not the enemy that you want to make. So these are why it's really, really, really important. And if you're picking up on the fact that, geez, I sound like this might be a personal thing. It is. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to people I I know really well. I've seen it happen to businesses I've dealt with for a long time. And I, it's one of these things when you get in there and you see the bookkeepers corrupt, then it is a ripple effect throughout the entire company. So that's why I, I thought tonight, you know, we got to talk about it because it's really, really important and it doesn't get a lot of attention. So bookkeeping and accounting super important jobs in your business. And you've probably figured out by now, it's actually two different roles. So I am, and this is my own personal opinion, there's other people that in the industry that disagree with me, I'm sure, but I, I think that the people who disagree with me are the ones that maybe don't want you looking at their work, but <laughs> I say that jokingly, but it's possible too. Um, I believe you need both if you're in business. I believe you need, and I don't, it doesn't matter to me if you have a $1,000 a month in sales or you have a million dollars a month in sales. I think you need both. You need someone to do your bookkeeping and you need someone to do the accounting part because I am a huge believer in having two sets of eyes on the numbers. It is possible that there is something that gets missed, you know, and I know from, and I have lots of business experience. I have lots of degrees in business and math and finance and that's all fine and well and and great but it's still possible to miss something and I like that when I pass off my work that an accountant is looking at it and they're saying geez you know the budget comes out every year from our friends in the government and on both sides of the border we have a budget every year and that budget always has changes to it and I can't say and if anyone can think of this I really want you to call in or, or join us in the chat room because I can't think of a time in history where the government came out and said, you know what, we're going to leave everything exactly the same. No changes in the budget, no changes in the tax, all the programs are staying the same, no cutbacks, no additions. You know what, it's just going to be status quo, we're going to carry on this year, just like we did last year. So if anybody has an example of that change not being the case in history, I would love to hear about it because... Um, in my experience, and, and as far back as I can remember and have studied, the government always has something to change the first of the year in the budget. So when that happens, that's where your accountant comes in. Your accountant has to know what's going on because those changes are going to affect your taxes, They're going, which means they're going to affect what you owe, they're going to affect what you claim, they're going to affect how you run your business. So the difference, the big bit difference here is the bookkeeper is the person who's going to work with you on a day-to-day -day basis or weekly and day-to-day -day doesn't mean every day, every minute of the day. That means they handle the daily operations. Your accountant is going to be that person that comes in that at the end of the year or maybe quarterly, depending on the size of your business. And you're going to have them say, listen, we noticed that 
your um, taxes could be different this way or you could be recording or reporting something a different way. And those are ways that you could definitely have benefits to your company. And the bookkeeper may not necessarily be the expert on the tax act. And that's okay. That's a great thing that you have um, two different people with two different skill sets looking at your books. I encourage it. And in my case, in our business, it's required. You can't have just me. You have to have somebody or just somebody on my team. You have to have somebody on the outside that's going to file your taxes because that's what you need. You need someone to say, hey, we can do this or we can do that and let's try it, you know. The other cool thing is the accountant is the person with the liability. So they're part of the association. Keepers have liability too, make no mistake, but the accountants are the ones with the designation. And we'll talk about that in just a second. So the accountant is the person who designs the internal control for the bookkeeping system. So the intention of that is it's going to minimize any errors. It's going to have activities um, that they're going to ask them to engage in over a certain period where they want them to file things a certain way or record them a certain way. There, it's an internal control mechanism. And for anyone who knows me that's listening, they will know that the very first thing that I look at, and I am like a stickler on this over anything else, is internal control for a business. You have got to have good internal control. And that means you cannot have the fox in charge of the hen house. So you can't have one person, especially if it's an unscrupulous person, having access to all your finances. That means you do not put the person in charge of collecting the money, counting the money, depositing the money in the bank, recording the money in your books, and you do not have that person make the adjustments. You do not have them do the reconciliation. These are the wrong internal controls because that to me is no control. That is just turning over. You might just as well give this person all your money and save yourself the time and the pain of trying to figure out what's wrong because that's what's wrong. <laughs> so that's why I really, really think that you have to have a bookkeeper and you have to have an accountant, no matter the size of your company. And to be honest with you, I think you'll find it's actually cost efficient because you're going to have one person that's doing the books and then you're going to have one person that is your accountant on the external and they're going to file your taxes and they're going to say, oh, this should be posted right this way or this should be changed that way or there's changes with the government rules on whatever it is. And that is going to be what keeps your business, not just keeps your business moving, but it also keeps your business heading in the direction that you want it to go. So it doesn't let somebody steer it off course. And that's what happens because if you're distracted all the time because your cash is wrong or your cash flow, there's a problem with it, or because somebody in the bookkeeping part of your business has uh, sticky fingers or has unscrupulous business practices, then that's going to get your, that's your business. So they're going to get your business in trouble that way too. And that's not the integrity that you want for your business. So it helps when you have a second set of eyes, look at it that's unrelated to the first set that says, hey, I like this, I don't like this, we can change this. Or they say it works both ways too. The bookkeeper could say, you know what, I think there's a problem with the accountant. And he didn't check this and he hasn't been doing that and he's missed all these new rules in the the budget. And that's it all works in both ways. So it's always a check and balance on both of them which I think is super, super important as well. 
So the 10 most common types of bookkeeping accounts that you want to look at when you're a small business is these are this is it. It's basic. It's simple stuff. You know this anyway. And it just overwhelms people sometimes when you use terms like bookkeeping and accounting. And does your account has a designation as a CA, as a chartered accountant? You know what? It all sounds impressive and it all sounds like fun. And and, and it, don't get me wrong. There's some, it's a tough exam and it's a, it's a pretty impressive designation to get because it's a lot of work and there's a lot of responsibility to it. And you can be a certified bookkeeper as well. And you can, and we have that in our organization and, and we have, um, bookkeepers who are in the process of becoming certified. And, and that's really how we like to operate. We have a lot of, we have bookkeepers that um, have been doing it for a long time. And we have people that are coming in new that we're teaching, but why the way we hire people, and this is what you want to look for in companies is I can teach anyone bookkeeping and I can help you to understand the bookkeeping and I can spend as much time with you as you need, but I can't teach you to have good integrity and be a good person. And that to me, is the number one thing to look for when you're looking for a bookkeeper or an accountant because you can't teach integrity to somebody. So that's why it's really important to understand the difference. And when you're interviewing them, then you know what you're looking for. So we're going to take our second break and come back, and I'm going to give you the top most common types of bookkeeping accounts. And you are listening to Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we'll continue to talk about accounting and bookkeeping. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network, and today we are talking about accounting versus bookkeeping. So before we went to the break, I was a little choked up because I think it's such an important topic, and I get uh, very excited about it, and I find it, I'm very passionate about it because I, I really want to see businesses succeed. There is nothing harder for me to watch than a business not succeed, and especially because of poor bookkeeping or poor accounting. And that is so avoidable. And the problem we have as entrepreneurs is you get so excited about your business. And the last thing you get excited about usually is the bookkeeping. And I think that's, you know, it's the most important thing in the business. And it's probably the most overlooked part of the business. So the bookkeeper is your day-to-day operations. They do the daily stuff. They make sure the phone bill got paid or they make sure the lights turn on because the the hydro gets paid. That's That's what they do. 
and the accountant, what they do is they look that over and they make sure it's being posted correctly and they have recommendations for more efficient changes or more efficient ways of recording and they're up to date on what happens with the taxes and the legislation. Both of them, most of the time, your bookkeeper and your accountant are up to, up to date on the budget and bookkeeping rules and taxation rules and stuff like that. But the nice thing is you've got two different people with two different approaches and they can keep an eye on each other essentially. And that's what you want. You want checks and balances. So we're going to talk about the 10 most common types of bookkeeping accounts for a small business that you should know. So if you're a small business out there and you're making, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year in sales or $50,000 a year in sales, or you have one employee or, or two employees or no employees, these are all the same accounts for all of us. So it doesn't matter if you have 10 employees and a million dollars in sales, it's the same account. And these are the basic accounts that you're going to know and you're going to be able to look at and, and say, hey, do I think something's going on? Is something wrong? Something going funky? So the first one is cash. And it's cash. Hard, cold cash. We all know what that is. That is, it's, you don't get more basic than that. We all have it. We all want it. We all need it. <laughs> and all your business transactions go through cash. So it's there's two journal entries that, and then I'm not going to get into the big lesson on how to focus it and put it on your in your software, but there's two general there's two general transactions that happen for everything in business. There is a debit and there is a credit, and whatever you do to the left, you have to do to the right, and whatever you do to the right, you have to do to the left. So you're going to have most things go through cash, which means. That's one side of the equation, and then the other side of the equation is going to be something else. Whatever you buy or whatever you sell, it's going to be one or the other. The second thing is accounts receivable. And this is basically um, if you sell something, whether you sell a good or service, and, and I'm going to guess if you're in business, you're selling something. You're selling a good or a service. So that's your receivable. That means if I buy a pair of shoes from you, I owe you money. And if I don't pay you cash that day, then you set up a receivable for me, which means I got to pay you at another day pretty soon. Inventory is number three. And inventory is stuff that you have. So if you have shoes in stock, then that's your inventory. If you have 10 pairs in stock, you have 10 pieces of inventory. So that's another one of the important lists on the accounts. The next one is accounts payable. Similar to your accounts receivable, if you have people that owe you money, you may also have people you owe money to. So this is um, this is important for you on cash flow tracking via receivables and the payables because the payables is it's important for your bookkeeper to help you keep them timely because this is when you get caught with you know that silly and annoying late fee because you forgot to pay your internet service on time or you forgot to pay your cable bill and you get that $2 charge or whatever it is and you're like, oh, I forgot. Those $2 charges add up. And I've seen in businesses where just a small, small business and they've had a few hundred to a thousand dollars worth of those charges and it's late fees, it's interest. Now you do that on all your accounts that you owe and that's really bad management of your cash and that's what a bookkeeper is supposed to watch make sure that stuff's not happening loans payable that's another one that's another account if you have borrowed money to buy equipment or vehicles or furniture or other items for your business 
this is one of the accounts that you're going to be tracking. Another account, another important account is sales. This is where you have all your incoming revenue from what you sell. So this is a, this is kind of a big one. You want to see sales. You want to see lots of them, right? And, and, and having said that, this is more about the analysis part of it, but it's really more about the money that you keep and the margins that you have in your business than the total sales at the top. It's the bottom that we want to look at. An accountant will look at all the pieces in between. The next account is going to be purchases. This is where you're tracking any materials or goods that you buy for your business. You're going to have the next one is going to be payroll expenses. Now, this is usually the biggest cost for all businesses. So it doesn't really matter how big you are or how small you are. Typically, this is the one that takes up most of your cash. So you want to make sure that you're being uh, tracking right and you're making sure it's up to date. It's also the one that's going to have government remittances that could get you into trouble. So make sure it's up to date. We do not want to make enemies with our friends in the government. The next one is owner's equity. And this one is kind of a fun sounding one because you think, oh, yeah, I'm the owner and I've got equity in the business and it sounds big and important. And it is. And it's pretty cool. And this is the part where the small business owner owns part of the business or owns the business. So if you're the if you're the only person that is the owner in the business, it's all yours, 100 percent. If you are a 50 50 partner, then then you own half and they own half. So this is where if you take money out of the business, it gets put in here as an as a drawing. And if you put money into the business because you're short on cash, then it goes in as equity. So this is this is the area where you look at how much money am I as an owner uh, owing and receiving as the company. Then you have retained earnings. This is the cool one because this tracks any of your company's profits that are reinvested in the business and they're not paid out to the owners. So retained earnings, if if I as an owner don't take the profit out, it goes back into the business, it's in retained earnings. So this is, and it keeps going as a running total, so it's always being tracked. You don't just, every year it doesn't get zeroed out. It's a running total and it gets tracked every year. It doesn't take a lot of time to manage this account, but it is super important, especially to investors and lenders, to want to track how the company's done over time, because here, guess what? That means it's profitable, and that is the the word that we're looking for at the end of the day, right? We want to see profit. So those are ten basic bookkeeping accounts that everyone uses and everyone should know. So so far, everyone's you know we've got a small business, we've got a we set up our books, we're at the point now where we need a bookkeeper, and we hire somebody in. Now, what are we going to look for in a bookkeeper? Well, I think sometimes it's easier to say what we're not looking for. So this is the warning sign that you have a bad bookkeeper. Obviously, if you catch them stealing, big, big, big red flag. So put an end to that relationship. But if you have uh, some of the things you want to look for, so some warning signs that your bookkeeper doesn't have a clue what they're doing and isn't going to help you in your business, is if you don't have access to your accounting system. So why on earth are you going to give someone full control of your finances without maintaining some access yourself so you can review it from time to time or to see it? So if you if you get to give all your stuff and you can't see all your stuff, something's wrong. So you want to make sure you're able to always have records or look at your stuff if you want to be able to see it. The second warning sign is your bookkeeper gets defensive when you ask questions or when you request information. 
That is a big red flag. So if you ask to see your profit and loss statement, or if you ask to see a bank detail, or you ask to see any kind of financial document, or you ask to have it explained to you, and they get all defensive and ugly and talking to you and like they don't want to, or they try and make you feel bad or you get defensive, then this is a red flag and a sign that you should probably look someplace else and get another bookkeeper. And then a third warning sign is if your bookkeeper does not prepare bank and credit card reconciliations. So what does that mean? Reconciliation means you're balancing. That's it. It's, it's basically saying, okay, the left matches the right. And the stuff I've entered all balances because that's how it's supposed to be in bookkeeping. So this is one of the most basic tasks for any bookkeeper. And if they aren't going to do it because they are defensive or whatever the case may be, it just might be they don't know how to do it, then this is the checks balance system right here. This is what when you look at it, you say, okay, everything, my checks that I paid all went out and then it all got cashed off of my bank statement. So if I had three checks I wrote this month, there's three checks that have been cashed in. That means that cash went out and it is balanced, right? If they aren't going to do that and get, they get defensive, I feel like um, one of those, you might be, I, this won't be for Canadian friends, but the comedian that Jeff Foxworthy uh, does, you might be a redneck. This is like, you might have a bad bookkeeper. This is the episode like that. So you might have a bad bookkeeper if they don't do checks and balances, reconciliations. Um, another warning sign that you might have a bad bookkeeper is if your bookkeeper adds adjustments to the reconciliations. So this is like comparing your records of the bank and they say, oh, we'll just do an adjustment rather than actually doing the reconciliation. It is not the goal of the bookkeeper to just make adjustments as they go along or erase numbers or anything like that. This is the bookkeeper's job is to just put the stuff in the way it's supposed to be inputted so that it can properly be analyzed. It's not your job as a bookkeeper to try and make changes or get around doing reconciliations. You just, oh, you know, I missed something. No big deal. No, it is a big deal. Just do it right. So that's a sign you might have a bad bookkeeper. And another sign you might have a bad bookkeeper if there's some crazy descriptions within different transactions, and I have seen some really funny stuff, which is not, it's funny on a comedic side, but it's not funny on a bookkeeping side. You don't put question marks in different kinds of account setups. So if you have an account and it says beside it, miscellaneous question mark, that is not a bookkeeping account. And I have seen that. I have seen people write, bookkeepers write notes inside the account as they're posting it and saying, don't know if this had tax charged or not. That is not how you post stuff in bookkeeping. So when you see that, you can laugh because it is funny. But then also go looking for a new bookkeeper because it's time to get a new one. So those are our, our five warning signs, if you will, that you might need a new bookkeeper. And if you see those, walk. And uh, if you see those uh, if with any of your bookkeepers, do not walk, but run, run far away from them, get a good bookkeeper and carry on growing your business and doing the part that you do best, which is make your business work. Because when you don't do that and you let this stuff go, it just compounds. We talked about compounding, I think, back a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about investments and it can work against you. It can work for you when you're doing it right, and it can work against you when you're having something happen like this. So you let a bad bookkeeper go for a week, a month, a year, it turns into a couple years, and then guess what happens? You're in big, big trouble, and it's harder to fix. 
So when you see any of these warning signs, you run and run far away and get a good bookkeeper because you need it so that you can run your business. And then when we get back from our break, I'll talk a little bit about some the signs that you might have a bad accountant. And when uh, we do that, we'll some of them are the same, not not exactly the same, but any of those ones that the bookkeeper could also be translated to an accountant, but the accountant gets some other special ones because they have a special designation and a special responsibility and obligation. So they get um, extra signs that if you've got some of these, you might have a bad account- accountant. So we're going to take a break, and when we return, we will talk about that. So right now you are listening to Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about signs you might have a bad accountant. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about accounting versus bookkeeping. Before we went to break, we talked about the warning signs that you might have a bad bookkeeper. And now I'm going to give you some signs that you might have a bad accountant. Because, you know, it can happen. They're out there. There's some good ones. But if you have a good one, you keep them and you help grow your business and make your life fantastic. And if you don't, then the faster you make the diff- the the change in the adjustment, the better you'll be. <clears throat> so some of the signs that you might have a bad accountant. If they condone bad practice. So if you use your legitimate tax allowance, and it's something that all small businesses should do, but the accountant often, they might say, there's another another way we can do it or another scheme that we could do. And it's not legal or it's not ethical or it just doesn't, fit with your values or it just feels wrong, then you <laughs> you might have a bad bookkeeper or but might have a bad accountant. So sometimes when they have um, too, something that sounds too good to be true, just double check because it might be. Uh, if they miss deadlines, whether it's an internal deadline with you saying we're going to have a meeting, I'm going to have the, the statements for you by this, or if they miss a deadline filing your taxes or meeting with uh, a government official about an audit or anything like that. If they miss a deadline, that's always a sign that that there's something wrong. If they charge hourly rates, now this is, 
I know there's different ways to do things. There's um, You can do an hourly rate and you can do a monthly fee or a flat fee. Typically, they do flat fees in the accounting. Bookkeeping does both. I am a fan of, of doing the flat fee in general. But if they're charging hourly rates rather than the fixed fees, which is traditionally how accountants operate, and there's usually something wrong. It's usually that they take longer to do stuff so that they drag things out to get paid more. Or if they won't agree or talk to you about a fixed structure, then you have to check the time that they're they're taking to do the job because that's usually a sign that you want to check into the accountant and maybe move to somebody else. If they make careless mistakes. So if you have an accountant who lacks attention to detail, that's kind of a big problem. That's their job. They get paid the big bucks to be detail-oriented. So if they forget or say, oops, yeah, I forgot that was supposed to be an, an ear, an, a zero there or I misplaced a dot, which is the difference between you owing money or getting money or if it looks like they're trying to hide something by having mistakes, it's, you know what? It's just not okay to say, oh, sorry, a number was in the wrong spot. That's usually a sign of something deeper. So I would start to look for somebody else. And again, I would run, don't walk. Um, if they don't stay up to date, so if you've got an accountant who, let's say they're still doing uh, paper and pencil, you might want to look at somebody else. Um, if they don't know that there's been changes to the tax code, that's another sign. There's something wrong. Uh, another one is, and this one's a little bit scary, if they're indiscreet. So if they're telling you how much a particular client... So if you have uh if you live in a small town and you have a few people in town that a lot of people know and this happens to be their bookkeeper or their accountant, sorry, it happens to be their accountant and they say, Yeah, did you know that so and so was doing really well and they're making this kind of money? If they're saying that about them, they're saying it about you too. So if they're indiscreet, get out because that's breaching their one of their ethics of confidentiality and you do not want that information out in the public. That's just inappropriate. So these are some signs that you might have a bad accountant. Um, good accountants follow the rules. Good accountants have suggestions. Good accountants charge reasonably. And good accountants are there to answer your questions. They're not there to make you feel bad or make you feel like, why would you ask such a question? So those are some signs that you have good accountants or good bookkeepers. So the bookkeeping does your daily stuff and your accountant does your specialty or more detailed macro stuff, if you will, like they look at the bigger picture. So I think it's really, really important to have both. And I think it's affordable to have both. And frankly, it's a, it's it's uh, not affordable not to, because you have to, to keep your business going. It's super, super important. And I would argue that it is the most important part of your business, because you can go out and get sales anytime. And you can add, you can increase sales, you can hire people. And guess what? That if it's not being done right with your books, you're going to lose your money and you're going to not make profit and you're going to be stressed out and running around and always trying to get ahead and not understanding why you're not. So if you see any of these signs, get a second opinion. If you're too afraid to move your accountant or move your bookkeeper away from your business, get a second opinion and get someone to help you. If you go to another accountant, they will probably help you move from the other accountant. So it's really, really important that you look at that and honestly trust your gut because nobody cares, just like we said before, nobody cares more about your money than you do. Nobody cares more about your business than you do and your family. So it's up to you to really just trust 
when your instincts tell you that something's not right and take action. And if you're wrong, who cares? You got a different bookkeeper. You didn't, something wasn't right with that person. And when you lose confidence in that person, it doesn't matter how good they are or how good they aren't. So get somebody that you're comfortable with, that you're happy with. And if everything was fine and there was nothing unscrupulous, who cares? Then you know what? At least you're more comfortable. So next week, we have got a guest coming on. And I can't tell you how excited I am because she is a super amazing person. Like she's actually one of these. I know um, I know my friend Christine's really going to like her because she's great energy and and she is all about money mindset. And she helps people and it's an incredible because until I met her I didn't realize that there was somebody out there that could help people. And I've come across a lot of clients that could really use somebody like Betty May. Her name is Betty May Glenn and she helps people with their mindset surrounding money so that they are more of an abundance thinker instead of a, instead of the scarcity thinker. She helps with your subconscious and she helps with you to focus on being able to receive all the good things that you're you're entitled to receive that the world wants you to receive but you hold yourself back. And she is just one of these people that almost is mesmerizing when you talk to her and when you get to know her and I'm just so super excited that she's going to come on the show and I'm I'm excited to have her and get to know her and over the last little while her and I've got to to become some a little bit more like friends what I like to think because we've had the opportunity to have some great conversations and and if you asked her what her own life dream is she'd say that I want to help people and it is absolutely true and she does and she is just one of these really cool people that I think you're all going to really like. So when she's on next week, please call in. Please visit us in the chat room. She is one of the easiest people to talk to and answer questions, and she'll be more than willing. So next week when we see Betty, when we talk to Betty May, um, all our friends in the U.S. and Canada, call in and uh, join us in the chat room so that we can pick her brain and get all her great information and, uh, and and get all the great stuff that we need. So until next week, love your numbers and embrace your finances so that you can change your life and that of your family. We will see you next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.